This is the Sound the Foghorn Podcast. Cut off by Mata, throws it out front, Dumba scores! Your number one podcast for the Minnesota Wild. Proud to select with the ninth pick in the 2020 draft from the Ottawa 67s of the OHL, Marco Rossi. Covering their prospects, the NHL, AHL, news, notes, and much more. Fiala's in for Minnesota. Fiala cuts to the middle. Wait, scores! Greenway in. Saved by Miska. Rebound. Erickson. They score! Jordan Greenway beats Miska. And poked away Kaprizov. In for a chance to win it. He scores! Kirill the thrill. Now, here are your hosts. Brett Marshall, Zeke Boyak, and Justin Buck. Hello and welcome into this special instant reaction episode of Sound the Foghorn. We are reacting tonight to the eight-year, $42 million contract extension for Minnesota Wild center Jewel Erickson Eck, a.k.a. Mr. September, uh, by his Wild teammates. That comes in at an average annual value of $5.25 million. Uh, Brett Marshall joined alongside Zeke Boyat and Justin Bakke. Just to very quickly give our thoughts on the extension to the Minnesota Wilds breakout player of this year. Uh, so, guys, let's just start with let's just start with the the, the raw numbers of the contract. The eight years, the five point two five uh, came in a little higher than we projected. I think we were thinking like a six year. Uh, I think we said around like four point eight. So it comes in about four hundred k more than we thought, but two years longer. Um, mm-hmm. Eric's neck twenty four, so signed through age thirty two. Uh, you just your instant reactions to when you saw the news that. Uh, that Jewel Eric's neck was extended. Well, I mean, I guess personally for me, I was, uh, like you said, I think we, I, we expected longer term as everything we heard. I think like we, like Brett said, we expected five, five, maybe six years at most. So I guess I was a little surprised to see eight years as a, you know, usually, a, you know, I mean, obviously those kind of contracts don't get uh, handed out too often. So I guess I was a little surprised uh, from that point, but I mean, you know, nothing i don't really have a problem with it i mean we won't know what a, what any player is going to look like in eight years but i think the fact that you know he's kind of gradually gotten better over his career uh and officially kind of broke out this year i think just shows that you know there's just room for even more growth and, and the fact that he's 24 that doesn't really bother me too much so overall I'm, I'm pretty happy with it uh you know like again i can see you know, I mean, like I said, he's just an interesting player in that way. But yeah, no, overall, I'm uh, pretty happy with the deal. Uh, I'm just, again, I think it's great that they, uh, on the other point, just they got this, got him locked up through, you know, his kind of prime years and also bought out some UFA years. So yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy with the contracts. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was excited to see it. I was a little surprised that they went eight years. Not going to complain about it. He is the mm-hmm. the first wild player to get that max deal since since they were allowed to do those eight year max deals. Um, you know, like Zeke said, we get him through his prime years till he's thirty two, which is you know awesome. And it was also a steal in my eyes considering evolving hockey had him at eight years, six point zero four million, according to Tony Abbott. So. 
Um, yeah, I mean, five point two five million. I, I'm happy with. And I'm I'm happy to have him through his prime years. Yeah, I think that's the most important piece here. I think a lot of people forget that Jewel Eriksson Eck is only 24. And I think yeah. we've talked at nauseum on this podcast about, you know, typically most players probably hit their prime from, you know, the really good players will maybe start around 21, 22, but the average player probably has their best years from about 24 to 30. And the Wild just locked up six of those years. Yeah. Um, so uh, as, as Dom Lushijan uh, pointed out of The Athletic, there may be an area, you know, kind of in those last few years, so when he's 31, 32, where he's probably slightly overpaid. But, um, Justin, as you just brought up, you know, you're probably getting these first at least four, maybe five, possibly even six years this contract at a value. I mean, that's mm-hmm. – uh, I'll take six years at a value – if, if it means maybe, you know, two years at a slight overpay, like what do you freaking do? Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm ready with you guys. I was really excited. Um, I had a pretty bad migraine today. So it's actually napping, uh, trying to get rid of that, uh, when the news broke. So I woke up about 45 minutes after it happened, but it was a nice thing to wake up to, uh, at coming off a little bit of a nap to see that, uh, had been extended so i think now when i was debating with some people on twitter um before we hopped on tonight i think now begs the question of now that eric Sinek is paid probably i think very few would argue um that he's now paid is probably what would be looked at as a number two center um do you guys think moving forward we see an increased role for jewel eric Sinek, whether that's you know, maybe on a line with a Kirill Kaprizov or Kevin Fiala, or maybe it's getting some ice time on maybe the second power play. You know, I, you know, a lot of that contingent on who gets brought in in the off season and then moving forward and what you have in Marco Rossi and all that stuff. But, or do you think we just kind of see him where he is, you know, probably playing 15 to 16 minutes a night, getting those tough matchups and pl- primarily special teams is all in the penalty kill and on the power. Play. Where do you see, do, does your opinion on how the wild will use act change based on, based on this new deal? I, I think for me it's based on more of what we can acquire at center. I, I think he is a, a second-line center, especially what we have now. And knowing the free agent crop right now and how hard the trade market seems to be, I think he needs to have an increased role next year. And we didn't see him get very much power play time this year, Which and, and he scored, what, 19 goals this year? Yep. 17 of them, 5 on 5. I mean, that was good for fifth in the league. So I'd personally like to see him get more power play time at the very least. But, I mean, it's going to be tough to try and address the center position this offseason, in my opinion. So I I think he does need an increased role with this club. Yeah, no, I I agree as well. I think think Justin brought up a really good point is that uh, I I think I'm with him, with you, in that uh, I think that they'll just probably sign a stopgap or two, maybe maybe a guy like Paul Stasny, Derek Stepan, et cetera, guys like that to maybe fill in kind of upper top lineup. And so I think if they, like Justin said, if they do that, he will, I mean, I think they would have to give him an increased role. And I know people, you know, like Brett was saying on Twitter, saying they're not all that confident in the team to doing that. And I can see, you know, maybe that frustration considering that last year, I mean, he was clearly their best center for basically all the year. And he was still technically on that third line with Felino and Greenway, even though that really wasn't their third line in terms of ice time. But yeah, no, I think, I think that I agree with you guys. I think they definitely should give him a big role. And I guess my, based on the fact that they gave him an eight-year contract, you know, at like 5.25 million leads me to believe that they think he is that like second line center. So, I mean, I guess we, like you guys said, we'll see uh, in training camp, how that shakes out. And and also, you know, obviously if or who they bring in and potentially with guys like Ross, et cetera, coming in the lineup, we'll see. But I think, 
he definitely should get at least a little bit more elevated ice time, as Brett mentioned, with some time in the power play and maybe with some of the more skilled players. But I guess I just, for me, by seeing that the kind of contract that we're willing to give him, I think that I think that shows to you that uh, they believe in him as a player, and hopefully that means they think you know that he can uh, is capable of, of even more. Yeah, and you would think as well if at, from from a player and an agent standpoint, you would think that you know if a team's going to lock you in for eight years. Yeah, th- th- there was something said during those negotiations that said, "Hey, we one we're either not gonna you know diminish your role from what it was last year's, but whatever you want to call what it was last year, the one seed, the two seed. It they had three lines they rolled relatively equally. Um, it was just more of a situational deployment about you know who, who the lines went up against. And I would think from X standpoint, you would know you want to get maybe some sort of elevated role if you're gonna be locked in for eight years. Otherwise, you maybe take a little bit less term and maybe ask for a hair more money." Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you look at X raw numbers, and we, and we talked about that during the player grades. You know, top five on the team in pretty much every measurable even strength category. I mean, when the dude's on the ice, it, the simple fact is the Wild are a better team, um, whether that's in the defensive zone, the offensive zone. Um, again, the, the only area we really critiqued him was, you know, looking to maybe improve in the face-off circle. But, you know, that's something that's relatively easy to work on. And I think as he, you know, continues to embrace whatever this next role for him might be, I'm not, I'm not concerned that that's going to be a major uh, – issue uh, uh for him so just really excited to have jewel erickson Eck locked in um do you guys have any other thoughts here on on Eck before we just kind of wrap up this this instant reaction well i think it's gonna feed off the, the analytics you went on um i pulled this from the aaron heckman article to kind of show how valuable it is even though we already know i mean he played 25 percent of his ice time versus elite competition which is second highest on the team and uh, he had 7.24 high danger chances allowed per 60, which was best sixth best in the league. You know, fourth fourth in the Selkie voting. We all know that. So, for, I mean, he had a breakout offensive year, but he is so elite defensively, and it's this is so worth it. Like, I'm so happy that we have him. Yeah, uh, no, on I, a good deal. Yeah, no, like I said, I, re- I really agree, and I think kind of Brett mentioned this a little bit just in his last kind of talking point, but I think it does show that. As we've seen with guys like Ryan Hartman, uh, he took seemed to take a little bit less, or, or seemed to you know be willing to buy into what they're building. And I think you know obviously Eck didn't really take less; he got a, a pretty huge contract at eight years and forty-two million. But I think the fact, like Brett mentioned, that he you know bought in and wa- was willing to and wanted that eight-year contract shows that uh, the players seem to trust the plan that uh, Bill Guerin and the rest of the front office have, and, and seem to kind of are really buying into what this team is trying to build. So I think. You know, that's really good to see. And, I mean, just my last thought is it's just, you know, a couple of years ago, even the people, who, even the most uh, people who were highest on Eck, I didn't, th- you, you could have never thought he'd be signing an eight-year, $42 million contract. So it's pretty amazing. And uh, I think, you know, it's different players, but I think, you know, anybody still complaining about the Eck and Brock Besser thing probably needs to stop doing so after this year or so. But, no, overall, overall very happy. Yeah, and your last point with the Eck Besser thing, I, I saw some comments in in uh, the replies to Russo, and it was just a guy just kind of posing a theoretical question of, would you trade Erickson Eck for Brock Besser straight up? And I think mm-hmm. for the first time, I kind of saw a resounding uh, no from most Wild fans, like, no, I wouldn't do that. Like, I think yeah. it, it this last season really finally showed, I think, you know, the, the, the growth and promotion of analytics has, you know, brought to light, like, how good Eck is, you know, a guy that finishes fourth in Selkie voting, I mean, it wasn't just, you know, everyone noticed the value that Eck brings. 
um, is to add on a couple more things here. Um, I, I tweeted this out on Twitter. Um, shout out to uh, Jay Fresh Hockey, who does awesome player card and, and analytics visual um, with data from Patrick Bacon of Top Down Hockey. Um, Jewel Eric's neck was in the 97th percentile of even strength defense this year. So, Justin, this is kind of building off those points that Aaron Heckman made uh, while facing uh, a 93, 93rd percentile quality of competition. Basically, meaning like Jewel Eric's neck was both getting, you know, the very difficult matchups and in those matchups was still proving to be incredibly valuable defensively. Um, and you know his his war um, has only increased pretty much like twofold um, going back to the 1819 season like this is just a guy that's just continually gotten better and last year we saw the addition of offense not and it wasn't at the expense of his defense so I think I think last year I think that's just the start of what should be a really 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 exciting career for for Jewel Erickson Eck um, and one more piece of that contract that we didn't bring up on um, the last, I believe, four years of the deal, a uh, modified 10-team no-trade clause kicks in, which shouldn't be that big of a deal. But the nice thing is for the Wild, that's not a no-move. Um, so if you know something does happen where all of a sudden there is a need to trade Eck, um, you have 20 teams that you'll be able to make that trade with um, those final four years, which is which is a nice out to have as well. So mm-hmm. final thoughts, gentlemen, before we wrap up. No, just you know, just like we said before, just really happy to you know have them sign long term. A very key part of the team, you know, locked into the team long term. Uh, you know, he's he's maybe not the most flashy player to watch, but you know, he's always been fun, especially the last year with his, like you said, his defensive style, but also just the you know how he grinds through players. He's, he can be a bit of an agitator. Guys really hate playing against him. You know, kind of a bit like they were with Koivu. So no, it, it's just uh, just like we said, just uh, great to have him locked up long term. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll kind of feed off of the the um, seeing the 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 culture change and and these guys taking lesser deals or deals that were you know maybe a tad bit lesser than what was expected. It's it's just a different feel around this team, and you know it's kind of it's it's awesome. Like this is I don't know, I even know how to explain it, but it's just a different feel around this organization, and I'm here for it. Without a doubt, definitely great to get the first of the three big RFAs resigned. Uh, we're hoping Billy's making some progress on the other two. As we mentioned last night, probably a little bit more of a delay on Kaprizov as he is in Siberia on a fishing trip, which, congratulations, man. Go live your best life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, great to have Eck locked up. Uh, that'll do it for our instant reaction. If you haven't listened to our podcast from last night where we dove into over probably 15 players um, in the first round of the NHL entry draft that the Wild could potentially take, uh, make sure you go ahead and listen to that. We had Gabe Foley of uh, – of rec scouting join us and had a lot of fun with that so check that out um next show will be uh thursday and uh the expansion draft preview um should any more news break before then we will do our best to do a show just like this just a quick little 15 minute instant reaction uh to signings or trades or what have you so uh thanks for tuning in this has been another episode of sound the fire